0: Hey everybody, uh, welcome to our Christmas edition AUSU Open Mic Podcast. Uh, We've got a really cool episode here. We're going to be talking about Christmas. It's December and uh, we've got the holidays right around the corner and who doesn't love holidays? Uh, My name is Jody Campbell. I'm the Executive Director for AUSU. Uh, I've also got uh, two of our execs here today, uh, Natasha and Brandon. Uh, Say hi guys.
1: Hello. Hey. Hey.
0: And uh, Brandon, we've got remotely uh, on the phone and uh, so he's going to be, he's called into the podcast today and we've got Natasha right here in our Edmonton office uh, sitting across the table from me. You guys ready to talk a little bit about Christmas and what it's like at AU during December and during the holidays?
1: Ho, ho, ho.
0: So ho, ho, ho is right and uh, guess what? Let's start by talking a little bit about, um, what do we call this? I think we'll call it the Athabasca University Christmas study tips. And uh, obviously you guys are both students and we want to sort of hear what happens during the Christmas holidays that might be a little bit more unique for AU students. And um, why don't we start talking a little bit about uh, any important dates. Uh, Brandon, when you look at the holidays, uh, what are some important dates that AU students need to be aware of?
2: Uh, the biggest day, uh, thing to consider is uh, the clo- uh, university closure. So students who are used to writing exams on the last day of the month, uh, that may not work. Uh, it just depends on your individual invigilator. So what you can do at AU, because they close um, on Christmas Eve and they don't open again, I believe, till January 2nd, you're a, they give you up until January 15th. To write your exams. So you can, it, it's up to you. You'll have to work with your invigilators to see what time they're open. Uh, if you write at a different uh, institution, uh, you're gonna have this, very similar challenges with the other colleges closing down and universities closing down at the same time. But if you're writing at, say, a public library, you can still write potentially on December 31st as long as you get your exam request in before uh, AU closes. That 20-day notice or 10-day notice, depending on where you're writing your exam, that still applies. So you have to make sure that you're booking the exam in time uh, in order to avoid those late exam fees.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that that is super important. I mean, the university is closed for a couple weeks in the middle of there, as are we. Knowing those, in da- those dates, knowing how it's going to potentially affect any exam writing I think is huge oddly enough Christmas can be both cheery and stressful and so I'm going to look to Natasha a little bit to just speak a little bit to some of the work that you're doing on the mental health committee and some of the resources that are available through AU for people during the holidays Uh, oddly enough as awesome as Christmas might be and as fun as it is It can also be stressful, too. And maybe just speak a little bit to the resources that are currently available to AU students.
1: Yeah, so we do um, have our Homewood Health Service. It's our 24-7 mental health service uh, that we uh, have access to through Athabasca University. So um, if you are feeling like you need to talk to somebody or... Um, you might be in crisis or something is happening with your mental health, or even if you um, even feel a little bit of a challenge with your mental health, Yeah, um, give them a call and talk to them and see if, Um, Well, I mean, that's another good point. You don't have to just call. There's other avenues of getting in touch with Homewood as well. So check out the website on on EU's website. There's um, space dedicated to mental health services and a whole bunch of info about Homewood Health there Um, and get in contact with them. and, And that's one avenue individuals at EU can have to help ease that stress.
0: Yeah. And it is 24 seven. It could be any time during the holidays. And I mean, there's so many different communication channels in there. If you want to pick up the phone, great. Mm-hmm. If you just want to look up resources, you can do that on your own. If you want to tie into a, mm-hmm. a chat yep. or, or something like that, it's available. And uh, yeah, it's kind of funny how it, it just, it's one of those times of the year that as special as it is, and mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to talk about some of those special moments later on, even, you know just christmas tradition and all the rest of it uh no matter what uh religion or background you come from sometimes it's just it can be really stressful and there's yeah uh, it taps on our pocketbooks yeah in a way that maybe we don't anticipate and family uh, dynamics all the above so
1: lack of sunlight
0: uh, expectations i mean there's a lot of Mm -hmm. different things that can roll into something that would put pressure on students during that time anyways yeah I think that's a great point to make
1: yeah I would also say like check out our app if you search for the Athabasca University app on the app store uh, you will you will come across it and you can download it and um, you can tap into our student community that way maybe you just need to find some peer support somebody to chat with who kind of gets where you're coming from uh, who knows Athabasca University that can also be helpful yeah
0: exactly Which kind of maybe leads us to another topic around the ability to take a break. Mm -hmm. You know, the Christmas holidays, uh, for some, it's an opportunity to power through their course or to get caught up because maybe you're not working as much. Uh, And we know a lot of AU students work uh, during the day, so... As much as it's a break, sometimes, you know, a lot of AU students are powering through courses. Brandon, maybe just speak a little bit to that ability of taking a break when you can and and what that maybe means to AU students uh, during the holidays.
2: Yeah, it's it's always challenging trying to fit studies in and around the rest of your life. And uh, I know my wife right now working on, she's got her semester ending at the end of December. And I told her, well, you can have a couple, I've got, time off of work you can you can focus on your classes since i won't be in classes for that month And she uh she said no i i want to make sure that i can actually get it done ahead of time and so she's kind of trying to power through get everything done before the university closes so that she can actually just take time off and it's amazing what what that means when you're able to take some downtime and that uh, especially in christmas time like it's it's a very busy month and probably another tip to remind people of is double check with your invigilators to see what events are going on uh, in during the Christmas season because I know for myself my very first semester uh, I was I booked my introduction to management exam at the public library in High River I'd written I'd already written three other exams kind of in the days prior to didn't think there'd be any issues I started my exam and within about five minutes all of a sudden I hear these bells ringing down the hall, and in comes (laughs) Santa Claus with his little elf, and uh, I overhear the people talking, oh yeah, we got to set up the chair here, and the kids will come in here. And this is during your uh, exam. This is during my exam, and of course, I forgot my, my uh, earplugs that day. So I got down to it and just tried to write as quick as I possibly could to get the exam finished before all the kids arrived. And so I only had I only had kids uh, talking to Santa in the background for about 20 minutes of the exam. But there's wow. a lot of different events going on, and I know a lot of people do write it the library and stuff so because it's such a chaotic time of year it's a good thing to maybe double check what other events might be going on uh, at, at the facilities where you're writing
0: yeah no doubt that turns into a very unexpected festive santa experience The other thing to note too is uh, I'm actually just bringing up the dates here. Uh, AU is actually hosting and this is sort of a traditional thing here at AU. AU hosts seasonal cheer events across the country. Uh, These seasonal cheer events, uh, we've all been to one of them. Uh, We we went to the one in Edmonton last year and uh, they're really cool. Uh, It was uh, sort of an opportunity not only for networking, uh, but it's a combination of AU staff, faculty, administration, uh, alumni, current students. And they, they basically just fill up a room and offer up some seasonal cheer, I guess. If you want to get more information on these, uh, if you go to the Athabasca website, and I believe if you go to athabasca.ca slash events eventually you'll go to their events page and you can see all the details uh, especially if you live in any of those cities uh just one more way for au to sort of bring some seasonal cheer into the lives of au students and like i said it turns into a real networking opportunity uh but the good thing is there's food there's drinks and uh, who doesn't love food uh, during the christmas season right
1: yeah it's all about 100 right best of food yes
0: i know around here around our office it's all about the food too and it's and uh, the company yeah the company and food yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where, I, you know, a person probably has to put on some pounds in December, but uh, it just seems to be part of the tradition, right? And you kind of share some food, have some drinks and uh, enjoy the season. So for all you AU students, uh, definitely check out those uh, opportunities for uh, those events. Another really cool opportunity to connect with your AU community. So uh, during Christmas time. So before we move on, does anybody have any other tips that they want to throw out there for the Christmas season? I have one. Okay, That's Nat, it. go ahead.
1: So this is the tip that gets me through every single Christmas at AU. Don't uh, make your courses end on December 31st.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: Just don't. That's <laughs> my tip. might not help some people. I know some people are on a schedule. If you're not, then maybe do yourself that favor.
0: Have you done that before by chance?
1: Ended my courses on the 31st.
0: Yeah, so is this like a something that you've learned yourself?
1: Oh yeah, my very first semester at AU, because it's not a traditional university, but you still try to, I don't know if, I'm, I'm not want to speak for everybody, but I was still trying to get that experience, like the university experience, so um, I started my courses in September, and it was the most stressful Christmas I think I've ever Experienced and uh, just trying to get all my Christmas shopping done all my family events and then right because you're trying to wrap it up. for the end of the
0: month right taking
1: four courses as a student working you know as a single mom and it was just you know that probably did a lot of damage to my mental health right there and ever since then I. I just choose to either start August 1st or October 1st, um, around that time. So I don't have to deal with that situation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And then happy, perfect world. You've either wrapped it up in before Mm -hmm. the Christmas season or it can wait till after. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a great tip and something that you probably don't figure out until you've gone through it. Right. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I would have had no idea before.
0: (laughs) Brandon, do you have any, uh, situations of uh, taking courses in December where you got yourself in a jam?
2: Other than running into Santa, I think uh, <laughs> I, I I just kind of have changed my schedule along the same lines. I started off in, uh, starting in September. And so every, every year, I'd end one of my semesters in December and decided I'd switch that up. So now I typically end in January. So then I get a little bit of that luxury of some downtime during the Christmas holidays without the pressure of the course has to be finished at the end of the month too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Why don't we touch on some Christmas traditions that you guys have? And I know I'm going to kind of go around to both of you, but, and this doesn't have to be maybe when you're a kid I know both of you have children. Maybe there's something that you do now as an adult that was maybe slightly different. Brandon, maybe I'll start with you. Do you have a Christmas tradition that you uh, either remember from when you were a kid or uh, when you were uh, uh, growing up or even now? Because I know that you've got a practically a full house during the Christmas season with your four kids and family. So uh, I'll start with you and then we'll go to Natasha.
2: Yeah, Christmas is always a, a big deal at at my house. My uh, my mom it's my mom's favorite time of year and so always busy and so I know when I, me and my wife got married that was a there's that's that conversation okay what are we what's going to be our traditions in our family had the we all we had these grand plans of all these things we do and then the realities hit of four kids under under the age of six and yeah it no doesn't doubt. necessarily happen it doesn't happen so our big our big tradition is they get to, the kids get to open up uh, their pajamas on Christmas Eve and put on a, a movie. I think the only one Christmas movie we actually had was uh, Polar Express. But now that Disney Plus is out, uh, that's kind of opening up nice. a, few, a few new opportunities. So the kids are excited to be able to look through all the different Christmas movies between Netflix and Disney Plus and have a fun night and just order out some food.
0: So, I mean, I'm kind of smiling to myself as you're saying that. Is that like a Canadian thing that we open up our
1: pajamas our
0: pajamas the night before? Like is that I think that might be a thing, Sasha? Did you guys do that?
1: Actually, we never did that. My parents would never let us open anything on Christmas eve at
0: all. Wow, yeah. hardcore.
1: Yeah. yeah, very hardcore.
0: I don't know. We did it. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm a little bit like I'm on, I'm on that side. I think that's a great tradition. I was jealous of all my friends who were allowed to do that. Like
0: after a while, as you get older, you're like, Oh yeah, can we open up a present tonight? And of course then your parents are like, okay, here it is. (laughs) And you're like pajamas again. (laughs) And you're like, okay, maybe you didn't say F when you were like a kid, but point being, (laughs) hey, this is a PG podcast, (laughs) but you never know. Right. It's like, you eventually kind of figure out, it's like, okay, I may as well open up my pajamas now right that's funny uh that's a good one uh brandon Uh, what about you natasha
1: i have a couple um i'm gonna give you one from when i was a kid and one from today okay so when i was a kid i have a a pretty small um extended family when i was growing up and um my favorite tradition was inevitably like five or six people would be gifted a board game or like some kind of like game tabletop game so we would all like sit and play board games for like hours and hours in between opening Christmas presents and dinner. Nice. Yeah, so that was always something I looked forward to when I was a kid. Nowadays, things are really crazy. I only have one child, but um, we have like... Like five or six different <laughs> events to go to for family, and so I, I it's it's hard to pick. So I'm, I'm gonna pick something that um, I do for my family, and that is I every year pick at least one ornament to gift to each person in my immediate family, and um, so our Christmas tree is all. Um, ornaments that um, are more sentimental or things that mean something to each of us and so I don't I don't like go and buy like themed ornaments or anything like that so so that's a tradition that that I'm really happy about today.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Yeah I think that's a great idea. For me uh, I'm my my growing up was very similar to Brandon. My my mom was huge on Christmas. Uh, She loved it. Uh, there was like our house was just plastered mm-hmm. with decorations like and the Christmas tree threw and, up all over your house absolutely and and yet when you walked in there you loved it mm-hmm. you know it sometimes it kind of felt like it was a little much but at the same time that you know, but was you know it was Christmas yeah you knew yeah. that it was a special time and of course there was Christmas music playing all the time and um, so that kind of made it special but part of that was uh, when I was four my mom again wanted to do an do something really special. We started going out to Lake Louise for our Christmas. It, would pr- it provided us with an opportunity for a, a family trip during that time. And so we would leave like around the 20th and not come home for a week and a half. And we would spend Christmas in the mountains. And thinking back on it now, I probably recognize now how special that was mm-hmm. because it was unreal. It was our Christmases were essentially what you would see on a Christmas right. TV special sounds magical yeah like we're walking yeah. around the chateau and, yeah. you know and and these huge christmas trees and skiing and and doing that thing and so we did that pretty much for about you know i might say about 16 years straight until i got a little bit older and then we mm-hmm. eventually my siblings moved out of town and then you know essentially we really didn't do it as much but as a kid oh man like it was the time of the year like yeah and of course because mum thought it was special she made it special for everybody yeah and um, I think that's what moms do right yeah absolutely and uh, so that was something that was uh, pretty cool for for our family that at that time amazing it, it was it was unreal yeah and we would always ski with Santa and it was just that's cool like as a kid it's like yeah. y- you can't even make this up
1: exactly you can't get those experiences unless you really you try you got to try for them right you put yourself out there yeah and that that's really cool that's a, uh, a very neat story.
0: Yeah. So it's always nice going out there and uh, kind of having those memories too. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Are you guys up for a little uh, Christmas rapid fire?
2: Always. Brandon, oh. you ready to go? Sure thing.
0: <laughs> What's on your Christmas list for this year? For me? If you could just wave a wand, what do you want for Christmas?
1: Wow. The possibilities are endless, Jody. Right? Is this something I would actually ask for or is it something like that? I, uh, I wish I could have, but can't. how about
0: we say cheaper than a Ferrari, but more than just a candy bar down t- down the street?
1: So I could say a hybrid. That's
0: pretty vague, a hybrid, isn't it? Or an
1: electric vehicle? <laughs> I could that that yeah. still works.
0: <laughs> yeah, just wait feel free to wave the Christmas wand, and that's what you get for Christmas. What's it gonna be?
1: Okay, you know what? This isn't fair because. I have an Amazon wish list so that I don't have to commit things to memory that I want. So, wow. prepared. So, I'm actually going to pull up my, my Amazon wish list. I want a Roomba because I cannot afford someone to be a housekeeper for me. And I also don't have time to vacuum. So, I need okay, a now, Roomba. Okay, now for those
0: people that don't know what a Roomba is, are we talking about one of those like, robot vacuum cleaners? Yes, that's
1: exactly what I'm talking about. And they about. just like
0: cruise around all yes. the time? Yes. Yes.
1: For two reasons. The first reason is that it would keep my floor clean because I have a small child and I'm also really messy myself. <laughs> like I said, I don't have time to clean my house uh, like like I would want to. I love it. And for the second reason is because I think that's such I a mom th- thing to want. <laughs> I think that my cats might <laughs> ride on it and that's really cute. So
2: that's another reason that I would want that.
0: Okay. <laughs> Brandon, what have you got?
2: I haven't, haven't really thought. I my, I haven't really been focusing on what I'd be getting. I guess I kind of
0: is that the trend that dads, dads don't get a Christmas <laughs> list.
2: Well, I think I just kind of end up spending money on my computers and other stuff for my for my business. I just actually bought a iPad Pro, so I kind of I think that's kind of going to be my Christmas, <laughs> my Christmas gift this year. But uh, for the kid, the, the big, the big thing has been me and my wife thinking about what to do for the kids and we're looking at uh uh one of the ride on little ride on trucks and that for out at the acreage so that they have something to do in the summer so that's the the hope we're keeping our eye on uh kind of black friday and other deals going to be coming up
0: love it uh do you know what my my wife and i we don't actually buy each other big gifts we tend to do like stockings for each other but this year we're kind of toying around with going on a trip sometime maybe in february so i have a feeling we're just going to postpone our christmas until then so i l- I'm, i'll i'll let you uh stay tuned on <laughs> on where we end up going the next question i've got is um uh your favorite thing to eat natasha go
1: at christmas time
0: yep christmas dish and christmas candy what is that
1: it's a Ukrainian dish and it is it's so they're like little crepes that you make okay and you fill with dried uh, sorry dry cottage cheese and cream and dill and oh it's so amazing yeah see, I then get you pretty, bake it
0: I get pretty spoiled at uh, my in-law's place because there's a little Ukrainian in that family and when the progies and cabbage rolls come out during that you gotta dinner. ask
1: them for you know what you should request mm. Nalash okay seriously
2: I will
0: uh Brandon you favorite dish or uh, christmas treat to eat
2: it was chinese food that was the big thing i was always excited <laughs> to go out for chinese food but uh that's a little more challenging now that i'm celiac so <laughs> yeah, yeah no kidding it's a little more i'm still kind of trying to figure out what's a good treat in that in that now that i'm celiac,
1: bok choy. you can eat bok choy still
0: i wouldn't know you'll have to figure it out chinese food i love that <laughs> yeah. um okay i got two more they're quick Natasha, favorite toy that you remember getting when you were a kid?
1: Um, see, this is the thing about gifts because I don't actually remember a lot of the toys I got. Really? Yeah, and it kind of makes me think twice about buying a bunch of gifts for kids. But um, I would say my my first telescope that my my uncle bought me is probably oh, that's a good one. The one that sticks out, yeah.
0: You're such a science nerd when you were a kid, eh? I still am. I know. It's <laughs> the beauty of it, Brandon. What about you? Favorite toy you remember?
2: It was. I guess it would not necessarily have been the toy I was given cash, which then led to to a toy. Uh, oh, the my, spirit uh, of giving! Do <laughs> you know what's funny? Gun. I that, was gonna that guess. That was the highlight.
0: I was gonna guess that you were gonna have like a cap gun or something like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I had a, I bought a pellet gun because my cousins had got ones during the summer and we played with them out at the farm. And so when playing with I real life money
0: guns and ammo. I got
2: some. Yeah. Well, I think that was my uh, that was my Christmas present to myself two years ago too. Once I got my pal was going out and getting my first rifle. So,
0: Tasha, your favorite Christmas movie?
2: I
1: don't like Christmas movies.
0: And uh, okay, well,
1: let let me wait. Give me one second. Ask Brandon first, and then I'll I'll come in
2: and.
0: Okay, we'll let you think about it. it. Brandon, what's your favorite Christmas movie?
2: Actually, I know which one. Ooh, that's a tough. That's a tough one. I don't know if I've got a specific favorite. I like I, I like the Santa Claus movies, the Disney, the the three Disney Santa Claus movies. I don't know if there's yeah, one that good. I like better though.
0: Are you thinking like the Tim Allen ones? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, those are good. Natasha,
1: The Nightmare Before Christmas. I
0: that is so classic. You
1: technically is <laughs> a Christmas movie, <laughs> by oh, the way. Oh my
0: god! Uh, do you know what? There's a bunch that I actually like. Um, I'm, so I'm going to throw some props out to a couple of them. I'm with Brandon. Love those Santa Claus movies. Um, I love The Polar Express.
1: It's a pretty good movie, I got to say. Yeah.
0: Brandon yeah. mentioned it earlier and it was like, that is one of my favorites. And if you really want to go old school, uh, Natasha, Brandon, is it called A Wonderful Life? Yep. With uh, Jimmy Stewart. And it's such an old black and white classic. And for whatever reason, when it comes on, I can't not go to it. I don't think but, I've watched um, the whole thing though. Oh, Maybe that
1: I have to do that this year. Do you know
0: what? Oddly enough, it might feel slow just because it's like from 50 years ago. But it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely worth the watch. It's black and white and uh, you won't hate it.
1: Okay, well that's, that's it, a win. Maybe
0: it'll become your, your new Christmas favorite.
1: No, actually I do have an actual Christmas movie that I really like watching because it's, it's less about Christmas and more about awes- awesomely funny antics. And it's called Office Christmas Party.
0: I have not seen that, I but watch I really it every want year. to. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, you know what? I got to watch that one because it looks hilarious. But
1: The Nightmare Before Christmas is classic, so.
0: All right, we'll give you that one. <laughs> okay, so the last question now is, what is your favorite Christmas carol? And if we're lucky, maybe we'll get Natasha to sing hers for us.
1: Maybe. Okay, so my first favorite <laughs> one is, I'm not going to sing, but I just have to give it a shout out. And it's the... the carol of the bells but um in the style of the trans-siberian orchestra so if you haven't oh, heard yeah, that I've, version no i have heard that it's very powerful and yeah yeah i really love it because i'm a bit of a dark person so just kind of like brings out. yeah but it, it's kind of uplifting though okay well i i think in like a in a, like a darker sort of way though okay because okay. it's got like that metal feel to it though, in the, the trans-siberian orchestra i mean like oh, in yeah. that style
0: so. no it they're amazing
1: yeah absolutely so anyway i do think it's uplifting i agree but i just i really like that style so i have to say that one cool um probably my favorite christmas carol to sing would be on the first day of christmas my true love gave to me oh are we gonna go are we gonna go through all of it
0: (laughs) 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 we might need a whole nother episode to go through all 12.
1: we don't have to go through (laughs) the whole thing
0: (laughs) that's awesome that might be the first song ever sung on the AUSU podcast.
1: That's, that is the, and I don't think I did an exceptionally good job, but um, I don't know. There you go. It
0: sounded a lot better than anybody else on this podcast would do. So (laughs) Brandon, do you want to throw a chime in, so to speak on what your favorite carol would be?
2: Well, I'm not going to sing, but (laughs) my, uh, I think probably the one that sticks out the most is just, we wish you Merry Christmas. And I think that's probably got more to do with, uh, the fact that it, Generally means that we're eating cookies and stuff and going caroling and and bringing treats. So it always comes back a, to the food. That's a bonus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, do you know what I mentioned before that I we always grew up with Christmas music on? Like I could literally list off any song from like the Alabama Christmas to like Kenny and Dolly Christmas. These are classics, by the way. So don't laugh. <laughs> um, or like Boney M. Did you guys ever listen oh, to Boney M. Christmas?
1: Yes. Oh, that's a good Christmas memory oh, as a child. So good. That's also where I was first introduced to rah, Ra Rasputin. Yeah, t-
0: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm going to have that song stuck in my head now for the rest of the Good. day. Good. On that note, any last thoughts, you guys? This has been a kind of a fun, different e- episode. We, uh, you know, we've been talking about budgets and advocacy and get out the vote and all these things happening throughout the fall. Yeah. You know, we're kind of getting to the end of, uh, end of this fall term, so to speak. End and of
1: 2019 then,
0: too, and we've got the new year right around the corner. Yep. Um. So how about we just do this? Jingle Merry bells, Christmas. jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we can cut that out either. We've got to. You see, Natasha's just wanting to start I'm caroling. I'm like feeling
1: right all now. like festive right now I for know. some reason.
0: All right. Well. Uh, we're going to wrap things up and we're going to keep the uh, the caroling party going here after the episode's over. And uh, unfortunately, everybody's going to miss out on that. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll keep her going. And uh, you guys enjoy your holidays and have a great Christmas with the fam.
1: You bet. You too. And don't forget about the winter solstice.
0: Yes. And
1: Shortest day of the year coming up on the Northern Hemisphere.
0: You can always tell the science <laughs> student on the podcast. <laughs> Have a good one, Brandon, and uh, good luck buying presents for all your 18 children.
2: (laughs) This sounds good.
1: (laughs) Happy holidays.
0: All right, have a good one. Merry Christmas, everybody.